Can yeah. we uh, can we talk about our incredible merch over at uh, Elite Sports? Yeah, what you got? Just in time for the holidays. Oh, Get yeah. your squaring around hat. Hey, you like it? I fucking love it. I like how it's the traditional green snapback. I've never owned a snapback like that. I've wanted one so bad in like the Obey era. And now I finally can. EliteSports.com, use code square at checkout. It's so cool. And I use code square for home field apparel. I did a little Christmas shopping this past week. I got some uh, siblings who go to different schools at home field does support use code square got my 10 percent discount so and i put a little bit of money right back in our pocket so are shout you out effing, uh are you, are you kidding me they they support the merchant marine academy <laughs> before texas state they support texas a&m oh okay gotcha and don't, i don't think they do utsa though take me home they don't so that that's the other one that if they got UT, if utsa popped up before texas state we'd have a problem that's the I don't know why they don't make t-shirts with, like, the rivalry. That'd be a cool rivalry t-shirt. Tired of winning the tailgate but losing the games? We can't help that. But we can tell you what the hell is up with each team and what's going on across sunny San Marcos. Texas State fans, get on your feet. You're listening to Squaring Around with Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Squaring Around. I am tired. I am sweaty. I am exhausted. I don't know. But I'm also in a hotel room with two of my closest friends, and uh, I, we desperately want a beer. So we got, we're got. we trying to make this quick, but we're trying to do a, a wrap-up, basically, of the first responders bowl. The Texas State came out victorious against the mighty Rice Owls, 45-21. Colt McWilliams, your thoughts first. I mean, I, I can't even think right now. I, you know, we were... You know, I was there. We were all there when Spav took over. We thought, you know, this was going to be the crowning achievement. You know, Spav was going to lead us to the promised land. And four years of basically mediocrity of like basically still like Moses still leading the Israelites through the. This is a super good example here, Colton, because. You say Moses leading the Israelites. I'll get a little biblical for you. Uh, I'll go Old Testament for you, actually, because there was a whole Judah and the Maccabees menorah aspect with (laughs) the the field that ran out. So so Moses never got to see the promised land, never got to step foot in the promised land, and that was Spavadol. He got us to that point. GJ Mm -hmm. came in, the prince that was promised, took Texas State to a place that we never thought they could go. A 45-21 win, seven turnovers forced. I've been telling people forever, Texas is a defensive first school. does not matter who the head coach is. Forcing seven turnovers in any game is impressive. Yeah. Colton, you know, Jacob has a lot of takes. I got a lot of takes. I want to get let you get one off here. Well, did you think Texas State was going to win today? I mean, considering this was going to be the first ball game and, like, it's, and like a lot of people were going to – I expected, like, this was going to be, like, one of the most intended, like, bowl games in this – in this bowl history, especially like when you looked at the previous, like I feel like Texas State was going to have enough juice to beat Rice. I was not expecting like seven turnovers. Like, I like I am so happy for Brian, you know Brian Holiday. Which like, is a really oh good my spot. gosh, that you know for someone who played at SMU came to Texas State, he got the finishing script back at SMU. The return two pick sixes. I mean, this was a guy that was on those staff teams, like. Like he felt the lowest of the lows. Like, which, I mean, which 
any all these guys and Jacob, you can agree with me here if you want. But all these guys who have suffered through the storm, yes. like the FCS guys from the Incarnate Word team that joins GJ, I love them. Oh, you know, no, no, no. They're, they're like a step kid though. The guys who were there from the beginning, yeah. So Brian Holloway, for example, like transfers from SMU, yeah. He he knows what suffering is like. For the rest of us fans who have suffered, yeah. who have been through, no, yeah. to get to this spot to win a bowl game, and look. You guys are both over the moon. You know I'm over the moon. But to see 26,000 oh Bobcats God, over the moon, too. I was talking to Jacob earlier today, Colton, that, like, oh, I desperately wanted this for my school. I, I came to Texas State. I had A&M fans and UT fans and Texas Tech fans. And they have their, like, community. But mm-hmm. Texas State just didn't feel like we had that community. And to go to the bar today to see all of the people, to go to the stadium today and see it jam-packed, to go to the press box, did you know? I don't know if you guys were keeping track of this. God knows what's awaiting us tonight downtown. Oh, my God. 100%. But did you guys notice that there was more Texas State media between the three of oh, us yeah. and then more than Rice? Like, oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I think there was, like, uh, our y'all's friend from uh, the from the Rice DCT. Oh, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Matt. Yeah, That's I a strong think... word. <laughs> yeah. Last I, I feel like that was, like, the only Rice Co-worker. person that the rice person that was there covering the owls. Like there was like multiple people, but like, like just the alumni tailgate, like it was, it was amazing. Like rice, had like their little square, you know, just like rice doing rice, Texas state. It looked like the greatest like place to be. I mean, like when I was with ish, like he used to like SMU could never get to this level. Uh, Proof in the pudding. They ran out of beer. Yeah, Texas State, you know, this is going to be the, the storyline, the headline, of course, Jacob, a headline writer, you know, Texas State outdrinks Rice or outdrinks SMU. That to me is going to be the big headline from this. Brian Holloway will be the mm-hmm. sub headline. The sneaky part of this game, though, not the seven turnovers, the fact that TJ Finley didn't turn the ball over, right? Mm-hmm. He, he played a relatively clean game i don't think the bobcats had to turn over this entire game no fumbles no no interceptions and to me like okay the penalties are bad 129 yards 11 of them like that's something you got to clean up maybe a little bit of post game or pre-game jitters and stuff but no turnovers in the biggest spot after arkansas state where you turn the ball over a billion freaking times ginormous ginormous but much to your chagrin you didn't get to hear from your boy tj finley so the question is in there like oh or is he gonna come back? What what does the whole recruiting situation look like? Or what is what is like his next step look like? I don't know. I got a bad feeling though. It's honestly it's the best case scenario for me because A, like he played a good game, a good enough game to yeah, win, yeah, yeah. but he didn't play good enough that like you know LSU or Arkansas is calling, right? Like he played good, not great. So maybe he looks and says, like, hey, let's win a conference championship. I don't know. And I've we've gotten to talk to a lot of people who listen to Square. We just talked to one in the elevator. That was crazy. So thank you everybody for for listening and for shouting us out. But um, we've gotten to talk to a lot of people, and I do think that you know these fans are right. Like it does take more than one year, kind of like a one year wonder in a system, to like really prove that you can make it in the next level, right? Like look at like Lindsey Scott Jr. He still has to go to the XFL, even though he had like what seventy something touchdowns in this same system. So I do think it would behoove. TJ to stay, but who knows? I'm not his agent or anything. And honestly, you look to Brian Holloway tonight, right? Where he wins the MVP of the game after two pick sixes. Mm-hmm. And Bobcats have two pick sixes in a single game. Shout out Brand Freeman for that yeah. stat. Um, 
But you see how happy he was. Oh my gosh, like like fucking nuts. And that's what I will. That's why I went for TJ. TJ, if you're listening to the podcast, if you can get this podcast, TTJ, watch back Brian Holloway talking about his like career to this mm-hmm. point, talking about what it meant to be in this spot with these guys, and think that could be me next year after beating Marshall, beating JMU, winning the conference, mm-hmm. and then going and winning a big bowl game, potentially playoff Play- game. Yeah, like, let's talk about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, There's a real possibility that this Texas State team, that this is just a like small plateau on a much larger mountain. And let me ask you, Cole, we'll start with you, Jacob. Do you feel that when Nash Jones talked, when Brian talked, they said this was kind of like catching lightning in the ball twice. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is that, or do you think this is a foundation for future success? This is the foundation. I mean, I will always, I will always compare Kenny and Jeff Trailer's career. Like they're on a similar trajectory. I mean, Trailer, you know, he didn't come into Conference USA like winning it. You know, he had the seventy-five. You know, they made it to the ball game. Kenny, I think this is. I think did not win about, that bowl game. What and did not win the bowl game. Kenny won his bowl game. Just now, UTSA oh, for, lost four straight ball games. Batting a thousand right now. Yeah. That's pretty good. But no, like, I think that is the next logical step. I think because when you look at the landscape of the Sun Belt, I mean, Troy is without John Summerall. And I mean, Texas State is probably going to bring a lot of people, a lot of got dudes back. I mean, the Sun Belt West title is up for the taking and it is theirs to grab. But like I said, it's now it's okay. We reached. The goal, it's now let's climb to the next mountaintop, which is let's go contend for the division championship. Let's go win that conference championship. And I think that goal is it, it is right there. And especially when you win a bowl game like this, it makes that goal more attainable. So much of this whole year, too, has been GJ being like we're really leaning on, you know, our transfers, our seniors that we have currently. And like we're trying to build something sustainable for the future, which is why tonight was so special when like Brian Holloway has a standout game or like, you know, like just seeing like these guys that we've known the whole time can like have like truly like an impact for not just this season, but for seasons to come all that to come to fruition. Like that's really what kind of was like the icing on the cake for me. It was like, this was not only like a senior led effort, but it was like to the end, a senior led effort. Brian London, better career, Brian Holloway, better season. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, Brian Holloway. I mean, I literally stood up in the bleachers, nearly in the press box. You said it yourself too. He was the only player, one of the only plays that almost made you do that yourself. But yeah, it's fucking nuts seeing that guy play. He's electric. I'm kind of with you. Like, just, man, I love, I guess I never got to appreciate Brian London because I only saw the 2019 season where I've seen Brian Holloway. I mean, I don't know who said it, but like, Brian Holloway's a dog. Like, <laughs> it's like opportunities to succeed. Yeah. Right? Oh, that yeah, all yeah, comes yeah. with like winning, you know? And like they, the reason that they wanted to get to a bowl game was to like honor the hard work of all the, the seniors that they had. And so now they got that. And then not only, you know, they, the seniors won that bowl game pretty much. It feels even bigger than that, though. Like, you know, they talk about, oh, it's for the seniors. It really, no, like, GJ really... started, I think GJ Kinney is just starting to understand what it has been like for Texas State fans. Like, mm-hmm. I think when you walk into that he stadium... You know how bad we were when he took this job. Right? Famously. Yeah. He famously did not know how terrible we were. He talked about the sleeping giant waking up tonight, but I think the first time he actually felt that is walking out of the tunnel and looking into the stands and seeing we were yeah. in gold. Because if you have followed this team, if you have kept up with Texas State, 
then you know what it has been like. I had people, and Jacob, you you saw people coming up and saying hi to me. Those people were checked out. They do not care about Texas Athletics. We go to a bowl game, they show up. So I think that Kenny is just right now starting to understand how miserable the last 20 years of our existence has been. And now, like, you win a bowl game like this, you're done. You're made. You are a made man in San Marcos. Now, the question will be extension, future prospects, but all that will be on a future podcast because right yeah, now yeah. we got to celebrate. Well, which is why you signed the deal before this game happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because right, his price right. just fucking went up again. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, especially that the deal got done because it takes him through 2028, which now I think, according to my records at least, makes him like the, the coach that we will carry through the most. Obviously, you guys know how that goes. That may not fucking happen. But, you know, it's nice to have that insurance, maybe. Back and there's there's definitely yeah. some sort of buyout aspect. We're still working to get all that shit. TSUS, the Texas State University system, gets back from the holiday break, I want to say, like, January 3rd or something. I don't know. So we'll get it at some point. You know, I kind of go back, uh, Andrew, like, was this win for the seniors? Obviously, like, they had to go through it. But this was just as a win for the entire, like, Texas State program the community as a whole because there was a time you know that 2014 season was supposed to be the first time gets left out and then you know it was for i don't know how many seasons of like not winning like more than five games being able you know it's hard not to like get emotional like tear up just looking at you know so many people at the alumni like people like actually seeing each other for the first time and like i can't them saying like i can't believe this is happening you know yeah i was people- one of them <laughs> yeah. i and they were it was special for you too because you hadn't gotten to see them play in person so like i saw like the look on your face this entire day that was me at baylor and like utsa and like all these games that like leading up to all this shit so it was really cool to experience that through you again because i was like man he, this guy doesn't even know what the fuck he's seeing right now and i can I, I can fucking empathize with that well because like you know you watch it on espn plus you watch it on tv and it's not the same yeah, no, it's you know was first off yeah. first off I, we're not having a chimer operator that's having an epileptic seizure you know what i mean like i can i can watch the game that's the first part the second part is that like there's just so much bigger and faster and I, I we have a little bit of time here i want to talk about nash jones just really quickly with you yeah. colton uh because jacob's immature golden dare they, they get the ball oh at nash God. jones he scores a touchdown is there anything sweeter in this life than a big boy that scores i mean there is nothing greater than watching the big man big 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 boy scoring touchdowns i mean like mm-hmm. i didn't even realize it was happening then i saw that though the Ball the natural was like, motherfuckers. Yeah. The person who was most fired up about it was Chris Coot. He immediately told us all the stats like on the spot. And it's doubly special for Nash Jones because you'll remember he got knocked out. Not knocked out. Yeah, he broke but his leg. Yeah. He got he broke his leg at the UTSA game. Me and Colton, Kef, all the gang, the media group watched him get carted off the field. And we're like, we do not know if we're going to have one of our captains back. He battled back. He was there for what? The last three games? Yeah, three games, games, yeah. And then he played tonight again. So just to see that all come back fucking nuts dude i want to know what he's on because aaron Rodgers and me we got to get on the same talk like what what do you want to come back from a broken leg but nash jones in the post-game press conference he's talking about all glory to god all that type of jazz great stuff from him uh the last like biggest part of this whole thing though the amount of clips you can cut for recruits in this oh my god like between saying like oh you know it's it's you know the coaching staff is incredible we did such a good job and xyz like 
there is so much that if I'm a high school student and I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, Texas State, they're here. They're mm -hmm. not going away. Yeah, I think we're going to be a problem for a long time, man. Uh, I, I just want to get like, let's get a little special thought. Is there anything weighing on you right now that you're like, ooh, you know? The fans. Thank you, thank oh you, thank God. you. Texas State showed up to this bowl game. I don't think there was ever a question that they were going to show up to the bowl game, but they did a great job today. And almost as big as that, well, I would argue bigger than that, are the people who came up to talk to Jacob and I. And Colton, I'm sorry, but we're going to oh, no, no, we'll, we'll spread around talk here. Because I, when when Jacob came to me to say, like, let's start the Swearing Around podcast, I, I kind of was like, I like the idea, you know, new head coach, let's do this. And now we've got season one of the books. We finish it with a bowl game. Like, there's nothing that could have – everything that went right this season um, went right for the right reasons. Yeah. And, and we wrap up season one of this podcast not only with a bowl win, not only with G.J. Kenny at the top of the mountain, not only with, like, this team – higher than they've ever been, but with a fan base for this podcast that showed up and supported us because they showed up. We had people coming up to us. If you came up to us at any of the events this after or this weekend to, or this, I guess what Tuesday and weird after Christmas, whatever. And boxing said day. boxing day, yep. boxing day um, came up to us and said, thank you for like making the podcast. We love listening. We, we continue support. You retweet, you, favorite the shit we love that thank you thank you thank you i cannot from the bottom of my heart i cannot tell you how it, man, that made me feel it made me feel so good jacob yeah go ahead colton I'll, I'll go i'll wrap this up last but is there anything weighing on you like this that you've been thinking about all season or even now right we got our first bull win i mean you know fun fact the first eight win season since 2008 you know that was when they won the conference championship but just it's just so hard to like describe like this pat these past like 12 hours just coming up to Dallas seeing so many like Texas State people and like you're you know just seeing like how happy they are but like going into the stadium and seeing them like not only like pack the stadium but like they outdrew SMU like SMU could never like outdraw like what Texas State did like mm -hmm. It's so hard to fathom and like to see them like, you know, everyone that make it feel like you're at Bobcat Stadium, despite being, you know, almost 300, 400 miles away from home. Then just watching them like as security, like hilariously failed to stop the people rushing the field. Like those are memories like you cherish forever. Like uh -huh. that create that creates like that community that Texas State has been wanting for so long. Like that's what makes that is what you can use to say like, yes, like, and guess what? For season, for the 2024 season, like it's going to be even bigger and better. It's like, I don't think there was a better way to like, like conference championship, of course. I think everyone has, you know, mm -hmm. that would have been sweeter, but like to end the season with like eight wins, you know, beating Rice, storming the field, being one and oh in bowl games. I mean, I don't think you can cap off like a season like that as better as like, oh, these Bobcats did today. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just honestly, I'm just super grateful for like everything. I've said it before, like I've like this entire season has been like an LSD trip for me. Like I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? right? This is nuts because, you know, the three of us kind of like grew up alongside each other you know, at the star KTSW. And it's just really special for me to get to experience these moments with you. You know, mm -hmm. like we were at Baylor together and we walked to our car and I was like, Colton, what the fuck is going on? And then, you know, today 
uh, getting to see it through like Zimmel's eyes and getting to see yeah, him yeah. come back into his little yeah. Texas State stuff. It's just crazy because there's a lot of stuff that have happened in my personal life that you both are aware of now. And then like, but to always have this podcast and have this community that we've built, like it's something I'll never take for granted. And it's something I'm super grateful for. And it's it's something that's crazy to even think is like possible, really, because like, you know, it's just really just like grit, determination and fucking can do Bobcat spirit that kept this thing going. And um, yeah, I don't know. Season one in the books, I can only really fucking get better from here. And it's already fucking awesome. So, <laughs> Next up. Men's and women's basketball, bring home a conference championship. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> About damn time. So thank you, everybody, again, for, uh, for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for fucking squaring around. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. Better not come any closer. Thanks for listening. New episodes out every Thursday. Follow the boys on Twitter. Eat them up. Eat them up. Eat them up.